0: Hey, do you know what isn't a bad show? Doctor Who? You are the timeless child. Well, most of the time it's pretty good.
1: Here we are, complete strangers, and I'm
0: flashing you my <laughs> Okay, sometimes Doctor Who is good, and sometimes it's not as good. Doctor Who YouTuber and fellow planet broadcasting great mate, Shubagana... Oh, bloody hell. Shubagana... Shubagana? Shubagnaga Who? It uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, this dude reached out to me and said, Tim, I need you. I need you to produce the best piece of damn content ever put on the internet. I said, fair enough, and here we are. One fantastic scene is a load of Doctor YouTubers. I hope there's lots of us I'm going to look really lonely right now. Getting together and choosing one knife Doctor moment that they think perfectly sums up that character in just over five minutes to suit the YouTube algorithm. So here we go, this is the big reveal, the moment you've all been waiting for, the moment we think perfectly sums up the knife Doctor in all his glory, it's... Excuse me, do you mind not farting while I'm saving the world? Hello everybody, this is Tim Saxby. That was very energetic, wasn't it Harry? Yeah, that's um, more jovial than usual. It's because I'm so damn excited to talk about one fantastic scene to do with a knife doctor. Fantastic
1: scene. He's Sorry, here with us, I, had... I can't believe it. Hello, I'm Christopher Eccleston, I'm the Ninth doctor. I hope he never sees this. I hope he never sees this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a it's big just... fan of his work. I don't... <laughs>
0: I just saw your face then. As, oh, God, now I've just realised.
1: <laughs> just re- i I've been doing this dumb voice like so many times throughout our podcast, and just now I realised, wait, what would Chris think of this? <laughs> yeah, so we are here to do the one fantastic
0: scene. Um, we could be picking a scene from The Empty Child. We could be picking a scene from Dalek, The Parting of Ways, Bad Wolf, Rose... But we've gone with the scene where an alien explodes uh, because it doesn't like vinegar from World War 3, episode 5, written by Russell C. Davis of series 1.
1: What, uh, That's a what? lot of factoids
0: there. It is a lot oh, of fact- <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll go with I'll talk about why I picked this scene in a minute. I want to know what you like about this scene, Harold.
1: Um, I think, well, firstly, it's, um, <laughs> we've been a bit cheeky because it's a uh, very long scene. It's basically at least half of the episode takes place <laughs> in this little secure room.
0: Um,
1: but, but the why that's a good thing, really, is because you get to see just a real range from the Ninth Doctor. Yeah. And in addition to seeing kind of his range... You get to see kind of how he plays off lots of different characters. You get to see how he plays off Rose. You get to see how he plays off Harriet Jones. You get to see how he plays off Mickey and Jackie. You get to see how he plays off the Slavine themselves. It's really... it kind of You see a lot and learn a lot about the Ninth Doctor through the way that he interacts with all these different people. Yeah, there's definitely a scene where
0: um, Harriet Jones suggests something. I can't remember what she says. It's before she points out the alien's fart and smells like... Um bad breath. And the Doctor, you can really tell he admires her. He says, oh, well done, Harry Jones. And it's very rare that you've seen a knife doctor uh, show so much admiration for someone that isn't Rose.
1: Mm, Absolutely, yeah. And, um, I mean, I think there's... hmm? No, go on. Sorry. I mean, it's kind of a lot of that in this, like, you, usually when you think of the Doctor as a character, you think they're the one who takes charge, they're the one that leads, they're the one who has all the answers. And in this scene, you kind of see that the Doctor really isn't that. In this scene, in addition to relying on Rose and Harry Jones, he has to rely on a lot of people. At one point, he you know, quite hesitantly admits that he has to rely on Mickey to give him information. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah.
0: I want to get to the Mickey stuff, because Mickey was the, half the reason I really picked this scene. Uh, the other half mm. is the scene in which Jackie on the phone asks the doctor, is Rose safe with her? And he doesn't yeah, reply, yeah, does he?
1: No, that's um watching the episode um for our podcast, that was one of the scene the kind of moments in this episode that kind of really stood out to me and kind of one of the strengths of this episode as a whole is that it really kind of explores Um, something which I'm not sure if Classic Hue ever explored it, but it really kind of, Rosalie Davis really goes in depth with it with this series of how Rose traveling away doesn't just impact her, but how it kind of impacts the people she left behind. And um, that kind of moment with Jackie and a lot of moments with Mickey really kind of show that that this Hmm. is someone who, you know, (laughs) they really care about and love and for her to kind of be going off to who knows where and when and possibly putting her life at risk, kind of, you know, on the daily, you kind of really kind of feel how um you know, how how difficult that must be. And yeah. then kind of the that moment that you mentioned about Jackie asking the doctor if she's safe, you kind of see kind of this kind of a moment of real kind of you know, kind of reflection and, um, I, I, you know, guilt. is guilt yeah. that I'm doctor's probably feeling.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's something that I, we've noticed a lot when re-watching it through the podcast is that there is an awful lot of, is Rose actually a nice person towards her family? Because she just picks up and leaves and leaves her boyfriend and leaves her mother behind. And she mm. doesn't tell them much about the doctor. And I think it's really clear when we go into Mickey's, into Mickey's room, that we see that in the background Mickey has been doing endless research on aliens, a Doctor, homemade UFOs. There's so much in that room that you can pick apart. It's clear that people, like, you know, she just
1: pissed off. (laughs) I mean you would like if if your like girlfriend of I'm assuming Mickey and Rose have been together for like well over a year, like if your girlfriend of that long just took off with some random bloke in a magic blue yes. box, you'd want to kind of know why are you leaving me for this guy? Like yeah, what yeah. is this guy? And kind of it, that's a really strong fit strength this scene has that you don't just learn about the ninth doctor through the Ninth Doctor, you learn about him through how others regard him, which mm. is, when you kind of look at him from an outside perspective, he's really weird and kind of unsettling. Yeah, I never really thought about it
0: like that. I suppose you're right, yeah, because he's quite arrogant towards Mickey, isn't he? Especially this incarnation of mm. Doctor. When um, Mickey texts Rose, the picture of the Slavine that like, he's just killed <laughs> when saving mm. Jackie, the Doctor's response is, I'll tell your stupid boyfriend we're busy. Mm. only to a few moments later desperately need his help
1: <laughs> yeah and I think like that's another thing about this scene which I think is good I think I feel like this is the first or at least one of the first um, scenes in this series where you kind of do see a bit of growth from the Knife Doctor and mm. that kind of is regarding his relationship to Mickey that you know whenever we've seen him talking about or interacting with Mickey before, he's been very, very quick to dismiss him as just some, you know, pathetic, you know, human.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. You know, was
1: some unremarkable scaredy cat. Yeah.
0: But, Over the two seasons um, this... that Mickey's in, we do see him evolve, and he definitely, you know, in Series 2, especially in Series 2, when he leaves, he um, and then comes back, he's, you know... "Quote unquote defender of the earth."
1: Yeah, and I mean, like even like here in this, in this series, um, it, it, Mickey kind of like shows he's not a complete layabout. Like like you said, he um, he he's done lots and lots of research while Rose has been yeah. away. Like he's not been just like sitting on his ass. He's been a, I mean, that's the thing about Mickey. Kind of throughout the whole show, he's very active off camera. But because yes. it's from. Yeah, because the story's always told from the perspective of the Doctor and Rose, you don't really see how much hard work and graft Mickey's putting in.
0: Oh yeah, The thing with Mickey I always find is that he comes across very cowardly, but he's quite a, you know, he's got a backbone, he's quite brave.
1: Hmm, yeah. And kind of, they do say that kind of like true bravery isn't just not fearing things, it's kind of standing up to what you fear the most, and... Mickey really displays this like when the Slovene comes and like breaks down their door like yeah, he, he he's holding up a baseball bat like he's ready to fight for his life
0: yeah no definitely yeah
1: that's one of my favourite
0: scenes where the doctor works out there from coracle Phallopatorius and Mickey responds with mm. oh great we can write him a letter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Just a fantastic
0: it, exchange it's really good there's some really mickey does have some really good lines in this like when um jackie says have you got anything stronger and he says no chance i've seen what you're like when you've had a few um this ain't no time for a conga <laughs> and he described <laughs> he describes this as, the slovene as big bog monsters <laughs>
1: mm.
0: And they have a really um, a nice innocent conversation where Jackie's like, is he's a big green alien inside of the Doctor and Mickey's like, for all I know, there could be. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite funny from an audience point of view, but I feel like if if you are one of those characters, you don't know who the Doctor is. He's, just, he's another alien.
1: Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the Doctor, like, there's a thing I was saying before about how the Doctor is quite a Unnerving character, you know, like from their perspective, um, the doctor is this guy that popped up um, a year ago. Um, a bunch of mannequins started attacking people, and then he, you know, from their perspective, essentially kidnapped um, Rose, and then he comes back um, a year later, doesn't seem to, yeah, doesn't seem to be apologetic at all for his actions. Me- does he apologise? Um, no, he apologises to Rose for getting it wrong, but yeah, I don't he doesn't apologise apologize to Jackie. To...
0: He won't even go or to Mickey. Jackie's house and have shepherd's pie with her. That's how much that's no. little
1: cares. Yeah, and then, like to top it all off, then <laughs> aliens crash land in the middle of <laughs> London.
0: I think Jackie does say, it. "Ever since this man enters my life, I've had mannequins chase me down the street, and I've had monsters from hell in my living room." And then she she says, are you safe with him? It's like, oh, what what do you think, Jackie? What what, what do you think here? The only reason he's still alive is because Mickey came in with a chair.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Jackie's kind of an interesting character, kind of looking at her when you're older. Because as Mm. a kid, you always remember Jackie as like, oh, Jackie, the the mum who's always moaning and getting on the Doctor and Rose's nerves. But kind of from Al's perspective, like, although she... You know, can like get under people's skin. It all comes from a very genuine place. Mm. Like she really cares about Rose, like any mother would. She just wants to know that her daughter's okay, and she wants the best for her.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we've done a really good job there talking about our favorite knife doctor scene. The scene with yep. Jackie and Mickey. Uh,
1: <laughs> our favourite Ninth Doctor scene, all of World War Three. <laughs> we
0: can go. We can go back a little bit to some more Doctor stuff in this episode, in which uh, one of my favourite scenes is where the Doctor's having to stand up with Slovene and he takes uh, the alcoholic drink and holds his Sonic to it and claims that he would blow the whole place up. Mm. I really like this scene because. Uh, a- sorry, go on.
1: That's something you see a lot from this Doctor. There's a lot of um, situations where he... I mean, it it kind of goes for every Doctor, that sometimes, while they know what's going on a lot of the time, sometimes they just do not have an answer, and so they just have to, you know, essentially BS their way out of a corner.
0: Yeah, it's where you, the way you suddenly realise and he goes, Harry, have a drink? It's <laughs> like, you probably should try on your left. He's like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> no, I love that. I love that kind of just moment. And that's something I do love. Actually talking about the life of Dr. Christopher Eccleston, he manages to handle those moments of levity just in such kind of an understated way. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I like kind of... The way he just kind of, like, casually passes it while having that big, kind of, goofy grin on his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no,
0: yeah.
1: It's those moments in the of The Ninth Doctor that I just never tire of.
0: And the realisation that like there's how... no way out of the room as well.
1: Hmm. Like a lot of people kind of remember The Ninth Doctor as a more, kind of, like, brooding, darker depiction of the character. Yeah. But really, when I think of him, I think of, you know, those dumb... <laughs> Well, not dumb, but like there's just those moments of kind of silliness and wackiness, you know.
0: Yeah, I think they're probably some of my favorites as well. Where, um, on our current recording of this on our podcast, where episode 11 is the next one we're recording, so we're mm-hmm. almost near the end of um, Eccleston's time as the doctor. That said, looking back, some of my favorite moments have been the really funny lines that I'd completely forgotten about. Um, mm-hmm. there's no way out. Pass drink to the left. Do you mind not farting whilst I'm trying to save the world? Um, <laughs> there's just some really great lies. Round thing. What is it? No, what, I mean, what's the one he does in Rose where he's looking for a round thing? What is it he says? Oh, oh
1: round a massive. Like a dish, a wheel, radial. Must be completely invisible.
0: <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Well done, Harry.
1: No, thank you. And I mean, actually it was Chris. i eyes oh, he's just gone on. asking uh, about the scene yeah <laughs> chris come back no i don't want to chris please no you're being fun of my voice come on chris please why don't you just die <laughs> I, I don't think chris is coming back
0: well it looks like chris also doesn't want to be part of the quiz that's right i've brought the quiz that's so famous on the podcast and i've brought it into this little special video <laughs>
1: For this one scene? Yes. For this one scene? <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? There's all questions this time.
0: Ooh. So there's normally oh, three, there's four. If you don't know what we're on about, you can go to the links in the description. And you can listen to our podcast there. If you're also watching this on YouTube, you can watch them all on YouTube.
1: Question one. Having said, I'm, go on. Not, oh, I'm not sure if any of the episodes we've released so far actually have the quiz in them.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good point that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think
1: the first one you did was um anyway.
0: Anyway, question one Who owned Downing Street in nineteen in
1: seventeen thirty? Is this something from the episode? Yes. Who owned it in seventeen thirty? Uh, uh I'm gonna say um um uh bankers
0: Mr. Chicken.
1: I oh, don't know. Mr. Chicken. Oh. That rings a vague bell. How tall does Rose say the Slovene Um, seven feet? I haven't wrote an answer
0: down, I think it's eight.
1: I'll uh, give you that one though, because I haven't uh, wrote an
0: answer down, so you can have that
1: one. <laughs> Very <laughs> professional quiz. We. Uh, what is the password?
0: <laughs> what is the password that Mickey has to enter on the computer?
1: Um. Oh, what was it? Um. Uh, I feel like it's a Doctor Who word. Um.
0: It's not. It's a regular Earth word.
1: Oh, but there's so many of those.
0: Uh, it's an animal, it's um, a bit like a cow. It starts with a B. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Double
1: F. Uh, no, no. F- 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 Bub- Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, oh. Ah. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was an animal, but
0: that was. No. You're going to get one out of four. I let's, said see that get, let's see if you get at least half marks. Question four. Fourth and final. Fourth and final question. What does Jackie call a Slovene?
1: Uh, oh, you said this earlier bug eyed monster.
0: No, that's what Mickey calls a Slovene. What does ah! Jackie call the Slavine? I'll give you one extra chance. Um, Five, uh, four. Et. No, she calls know. them the Slick Veen. S
1: oh, L I C K E
0: You are getting worse. Uh, One out of four. So on that uh, amazing high note, do subscribe to this Doctor Who YouTube channel. Uh, you can click everywhere you like to do whatever you want. What should what should they do, Harry?
1: um Let's see. Well, you can uh, like, you can hit that bell for notifications, you can uh, comment if you feel inclined to do so um, on <laughs> iTunes, you can rate five stars, you can do you download yes. on iTunes.
0: Yes, you, you can, you can go to Twitter on and follow us on Twitter at bigger on the pod. YouTube, you're already here, so don't worry about that. Acast, shows.acast.com forward slash bigger on the inside, leave us a five star review on iTunes and email us bigger on the inside pod at gmail.com because this has been by far and away. The best video
1: we've ever made don't say that That'll... if this is our best video we'll think everything oh, else no. is worse
0: this is the second this is the, worst video. Done.
1: This is the worst video we've done every oh, okay. other video is like infinitely better this is this is the worst thing we've done everything else is brilliant compared to this
0: <laughs> we only had like five subscribers at the time of being asked to take part in this um, YouTube gathering. Yeah, I don't know. And we haven't butchered it. I don't know how we were
1: found. <laughs> how yeah. did? How did? Um, how do you find us?
0: Oh, I couldn't possibly say.
1: I mean, we're lucky, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, thanks for watching and listening, guys. Um, go watch some other people's videos on the playlist as well. They'll all be better than ours but you definitely should subscribe <laughs> to ours. Also, these are meant to be video essays, and we've just chatted for, like, a good 20 minutes.
1: Listen, listen I've, got, I've got a plan. I'll Go write on. a video essay, a word-for-word breakdown of the line, do you mind not farting while I'm trying to save a word? That World. sounds
0: perfect. Also, I want to Other know if words. anybody's done anything with the long game on here. Has anyone picked our favourite character, Adam Mitchell? Is anyone doing
1: anything with Adam him? Adam Mitchell is the best companion He's the best companion.
0: You heard it here first. He's the only companion in my eyes.
1: If we ever, if we ever do merch, we need to get Adam Mitchell as the best companion. Uh, yes, t-shirt. yes, we're going to
0: work on that right now. So, say I'll say goodbye. Bye bye.
1: Now you say bye, Harry. I do this every time, and it's awful. <laughs> bye bye. It's not usually that bad. <laughs> Forget to click below and subscribe to the official Bigger On the Inside Podcast.